Okay. Ready? We'll do a, let's do one, two, three, four, five, and then clap on six. Okay. But do but you gotta do the ands. One and two and three and four. That? Yes. And then we'll clap five and and clap on six. Yep. Okay, here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Together, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, nope. here we go. Okay. One and two and three and four and five and Oh, I forgot to clap. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. This is our 200th episode. Yeah, it's the bicentennial of the podcast, and because of it, um, the whole world is celebrating. People are out in the streets. I'm told most of them nude, and... uh they didn't even just take their clothes off. I'm told that sort of through some sort of electromagnetism that their clothes were simply flew off into space. And mm. uh, because the yeah. celebration of 200 episodes of IOK is a nude celebration. And that's out of our control. We're just merely passive spectators of it because we brought so much joy yeah. to the world. When you bring as much joy to the world as we do, clothes will fly off people's bodies. Right. Dude, I tried some of my boomer humor. On a couple kids, one of them, my son, who just turned 16, and he wasn't enjoying it. And then I tried it on my friend Lex Land, who you know, mm-hmm. very talented young lady. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to do a couple jokes, and she was like, are we done? Are we done with the conversation? Give me an example of the jokes. I can't remember what it was. It wasn't a great joke, but she was obviously in the middle of something. It wasn't like... She was in the middle of something and I was trying to make some jokes and take up her time. And she was like, look, I'm, basically she had to go. But it made me feel bad because I was like, oh shit, I'm becoming my dad. Because my dad, his humor is a bad news. And I'm like, is that my humor? Is my humor bad news? And here's what I've realized or come, I've started to, it started to dawn on me that all that stuff, here's what I, here, all right. Here, this is the conclusion. Are you ready? I'm ready. Should we make some, should we create some, should we create a space in the world for this information to drop? I don't want to like displace what is already known and create some sort of tsunami of information. Yeah. Let's carve out a little bit of space for this conclusion. All right, good. Space carved. Here it comes. Perfect shape for a conclusion to fit right in there. This is the conclusion. Every generation thinks that the generation before them's humor was a little, it was, they don't like it for whatever reason. Like if you go back, like Bob Hope, like if you listen to Bob Hope's jokes, that shit was terrible. It was super sexist, pretty racist, terrible. So that was in the 40s. And then in the 60s, you had like a lot of racist stuff and also some sexist stuff, but less, less so, and more like cutting edge, but still hacky as fuck. And then in the 90s and 2000s, you had the humor that we had back then. And even now we're discovering, oh, that was a little tone deaf, that humor from that period. And now we're in the time where you just got to watch everything you say. All the time. But anyways, here's here's the other conclusion. I mean, that's the conclusion is every generation thinks 
their humor is better than the generation before. Now, the other conclusion, which goes right along with it. I don't know if we carved out space for two conclusions. You can, well, you can squeeze them in like you would squeeze in a pair of, like, let's say your butt cheeks. Mm -hmm. You squeeze one butt cheek in the pants. And now this is the second butt cheek. Or if you've got like a leech on your butt and uh, you want to get on an airplane, you don't have to buy a ticket for the leech because it's on you and it's become part of you, actually. Dude, all airplanes leeches ride free. Right. Especially post-COVID. So I mean, Southwest Airlines tried to make a big deal of it. Leeches ride free. And then Delta and American were like, dude, they always fly free. Quit making a big deal out of it. Right. Move on. And they were like, what about bags? And then Delta and Airline and American shut the fuck up, dude. They got real silence. Right. Dude, they got so silent. I was also asking American and Delta, like, hey, what's up with your design of your airplanes? Can we change that up a bit? That's shit straight up 1940s. But they were silent. They were silent, dude. They were so silent that I thought I was in a sensory deprivation chamber floating. Because I couldn't even hear the sound of the blood coursing through my veins. That's how quiet they were when confronted about the shape of their outdated as fuck airplanes. Dude, the sound of my heartbeat was like a goddamn ED. I felt like I was at a fucking Danger Mouse concert. Right. My The sound of my heartbeat was so loud compared to the silence of those airlines when, when bags were mentioned. You were in that brown tent. That's what we call dude, the brown I, tent at Bonnaroo. Dude, I was in the UPS... Adobe at fucking Bonnaroo, and all I could hear was the bang, bang, a lang of my fucking heartbeat. It was so silent when the bags were mentioned to Delta and, and the shape of their their outdated shape of their airplanes. Dude, their butt hose had contracted. Their butt hose. <laughs> their butt hose had contracted to the size where they weren't. You couldn't even see them. Like you, if you tried, if you got a laser, an optical laser the end <laughs> <laughs> you went looking, it didn't happen. went looking, I could see it. microscope where was microscope. right word and they're like i know but here just try it i'm like no sometimes you reach into the black void and nothing comes out anyways you get the idea you get the idea out there it's our 200th episode and again people are nude in the streets all war i'm told this actually just came in on the wire i'm told all war has temporarily ceased in celebration of our 200th episode which is nice yeah that is good i mean it's been a minute since all wars ceased. Yeah. Since the beginning of time. But I'm, I'm happy that we could be a part of it. I'm happy we could bring that. Or actually we caused, we actually, that we actually, you know, are the reason. We do have some emails I'd like to get to. You can email us, bobandclin at gmail.com. This one's from John Powers. And he oh, says, it's from John Powers. Hey, John. He says, hey guys, I had an idea and I had to share it. I know you guys play the song game together and every month Bob releases his latest creations on his other podcast. Why not put an album together 
Of all your favorite song game songs, get everyone who participates to pick one or two of their favorites and release a song game album or two. I'll take a best boy credit for thinking of it. Many of us wonder what songs have come out of the song game, what the word was, and how did different writers use it. Rockford Files ended up a Bob song and was also mentioned in a Ben Fold song. It can't be a coincidence. All the best. Keep up the great work. You got the moose boy. Period. Comic John Powers. What say you, well, Bob, about this uh, idea? All right. First of all, Ben Folds was in the song game for a minute. I remember. He didn't turn anything in, did he? I don't know if he... T- he might have turned in a song, but if he turned in something, it was one time and one time only. And then never to be seen or heard from again. And definitely a coincidence that Rockford Files is mentioned in one of his songs and one of my songs. Uh, and the answer, John, is no. So <laughs> I don't know what the question was exactly, but I do know I do know that as I was listening, I was like, okay, the answer is no. So try to hold on until the end of the email. And then at the end of the email, the answer was well. He was no. saying, "What if everyone? What if you put out an album or two? If everyone picked their favorite song game song from the year?" Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, no, it would be such a hard project to really get together. Someone would have to deal with it all, and I doubt you want to. I know I don't want to. Well, the thing about the song game is that they're not for mass consumption. The only reason we do the song game is the only reason I do it is to make myself write a song every week. Now, I like the way my demos turn out most of the time, and most of the time I release them on Patreon, and I in, I enjoy sharing them with people because I'm very proud of a lot of them, uh, but that's not the reason we do the song game, and a lot of times people will just turn in something at the last minute, maybe they recorded it on their phone, maybe it's half an idea, maybe it's not an idea, maybe they just made it up on the spot, so it's like if you're, I don't know trying something out like practicing if you're practicing for the olympics we'll watch you at the olympics right we'll watch you do your best at the olympics which is like we'll we'll check out the studio album when it comes out yeah i agree with all that and i will say on bob's patreon you can hear a lot of his song game songs and i think on the iok patreon you get a lot of my song game songs so they're out there uh for for you to hear at least of our two little songies David Swordson writes in, he says, any chance you could create a secret weekly RSS feed for the secret weeklies? It'd be great to be able to keep up with these on our chosen podcast app. Instead of switching to the Patreon site, just a thought, I don't know how you go about it, but other podcasts I contribute to do it for special content. Love you guys. I am happy to do that, David, but I don't know how, and I don't really have any time to... What does that mean? So basically, the, the secret weekly... The patrons who want to listen to secret weekly, he's saying there's a way to set it up to where it just comes through on their podcast app. Oh, really? So they don't have to go to like the Patreon app, which I agree is a pain in the ass because I I follow Brady Sinellis' podcast and it's all through Patreon and I listen to it like way less than I used to because it's kind of a pain in the ass. So uh, David, if you want to figure that out for me and send me an email, I'll do it, but I don't have time to figure that out. But I'm, I agree with you, it would be nice. It would be nice. So how would that work? I mean, you, you just, uh, well, I don't know. I'm asking David. But there's a way to do it, but I don't know how to do it. And I'm I'm ask, basically asking a tech-savvy listener of our show. I'm, I'm um, crowdsourcing this information. Someone send me an email, Bob and Clint at Gmail, and I'll get it done. Thanks, guys. Dude, you know what, you know what used to be sexy back in the 70s? Mm. Hairy chests. Yeah, to like the Tom Selleck's of the world. Like if you were talking to somebody and you're like, oh, I got a friend. 
like, let's say you're talking to a, a girlfriend of yours and she's single and she's looking, you know, she's, she's down to date. She's, she's my girlfriend. She ain't single, buddy. No, no, no. I know. Girlfriend, okay. like as a I friend know. who's a girl, not, you're married. So it's a girlfriend. So it's not somebody that you're having sex with. It's a friend who's a girl. I know. Or I a joking. lady or a woman. Yeah, yeah. She would like a man with chest hair. It would be like, ooh, he has chest hair. I like and that. And you would say you would say to her in the 70s, hey, Donna, or whoever, Delta, probably Donna. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most 70s name I could think of. Hey, Donna, I know you're looking, you're DTD, down to date. I got a friend. He's got hairy He's got cher- he's got a hairy chest. He's got a lot of chest hair. Donna be like yum. Mm-hmm. Donna be like yum. And then next stop to straight to anal. Okay. So but now 2021 mm-hmm. 2021 Donna it's not Donna now it's a now it'd be uh Danielle. Yeah, Danielle. Danielle. Yeah, all the Donnas now are in their 60s or 70s. Danielle, I got a friend who's got chest hair. Yuck. Ooh. Chest hair. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Trends change. People change their minds. People, People change. It's on. not the set. Daniel's, it, what do you think it's the 70s? You think it's the 70s? No, it's not. No, here, here's here's what you say to Danielle if you want to get her excited. Oh, I got a friend. He's tech savvy. Mm-hmm. Danielle's like, where's the lube? Where's the fucking lube? I actually don't need it because my body just generated some. My butt is now creamy. <laughs> Dude, my butt got creamy. Gross. All right. Tammy wrote in. She says, thanks, Gross. daddies, for the music and the podcast. She says, Clint. By the way, that's Boomer Homer. Yeah, that but my butt got creamy. Try that on anybody under twenty five. They're like, mm, I don't think so, Dad. Well, I'm thirty seven and I didn't like it either. So whatever that means. She says, Clint, vampires everything. I didn't know I needed it. So good, so good. I've had it on continuous loop since downloading it a month ago. Even though the summer's barely begun, this album will definitely be summer twenty twenty one for me. Brings out so many emotions of feeling such a beautiful ride. Thank you. And then she's talking about you in a minute, so let's just get through this. She says, I was wondering, were any of the songs on the album Song Club songs? Do you have a favorite, and when's the next album? A lot of them, I think actually all of them were Song Club songs. My favorite song on the album is the song Vampire. The next album, who knows? Hopefully, really soon. Thank you for uh, the nice words about it. I really appreciate it. I love the album, and I'm glad people like it. She says, Bob, a few years ago, Perfect Day got me through a really tough time. Everything You Love is my absolutely favorite song on that album. Possibly my absolute favorite of all of your songs. Still gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. A good friend and I disagree on the meaning of the song. I'll always retain what it means to me that if you're lucky enough to live a long life, you'll certainly have some heartbreak, but you'll also have all these glorious memories doing everyday, seemingly mundane things. That's where much of the beauty of life lives. But I was hoping you could share your meaning of the song and how it came to be. Thanks, Daddy, so much for the music on the podcast. Both have been such a bright light for me, especially this last year. Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. What a lovely message. I really appreciate that. So, everything you love. Well... Who knows, really? It's a mysterious process. I did, I was on a plane one time, and I was talking to a lady, and I don't know if this happened before or after I wrote the song. I'm assuming it happened before, and that's where the song came from. But I don't know. But here's what happened. Mm -hmm. I'm on a plane, and I'm sitting next to a lady, and she's pretty old. 
She's pretty old. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old exactly, but she seems pretty old. 70s-ish. You know, put together well. You know, compact. Not a lot of not a lot of extra mass. Probably weighs hundred pounds at the most. Probably ninety five pounds. Mm-hmm. Little lady. At some point, I notice her hands, and you know, like somebody, you can like look at me. I'm I'm in my late thirties, but I look like I'm in my mid thirties because I wear I wear my age like. A helicopter wears its ability to fly. It's not necessarily obvious that if you look at a helicopter, you're like, and somebody said, oh, that can fly, you know, just sitting there without the blades whirring. You'd be like, "Mm, that doesn't look like it could fly. Now, airplane, you look, oh, okay, I could see how that could fly, but helicopter, not so much. Same with me. You look at me, you go, that guy that guy looks like he's in his mid thirties, not his late thirties. So I'm I'm hanging out with this lady on the plane. We're we're having a little talk. We're talking. She's she likes to talk. I'm like she seems like a nice lady. At some point I look down and I notice her hands. Now her hands are the hands of the Grim Reaper. Her hands are the hands that you would see in a science fiction movie about someone who's been dead for a thousand years who comes onto your ship and says, we're going to kill everyone. So she's tight and right otherwise, but the hands really give away her Crypt Keeper style, you know, vampiric eternal vibe. She's put together and looks, you know, looks fine. But then you look at her hands and you're like... The rings of a tree. These are the hands that maybe were part of the building of the pyramid. Probably one of these hands held one of the spikes. Oh, dude. Getting that lounge going, baby. <laughs> it's time to get the lounge going. <laughs> How did we not oh my, start I can't believe we waited this long to lounge. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm feeling good. Dude, it just changes the whole dynamic. Changes the whole thing. So, the whole thing. Anyways. So she had the hands of time. We'll call them the hands of time. Because they're all the time. The hands of time. We could call them the fucking hands of the desert serpent. Whatever you want to call them, you can call them. <laughs> Anyways, the hands scared the fuck out. Dude, when I saw the hands, have you ever had anybody like walk over your grave? All the time. And like, you know you're who just it is? sitting there? Guess who? who does it the most? My wife. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Don Henley. I think Don probably takes a stroll over it a couple times a year. Dude, if Don Henley walked across your grave, how annoyed would you be? I don't know. He's like sort of quietly whistling the uh, chorus melody to Hotel California. So I t- I'll take that. Dude, if he's walking over my grave and he's mumbling the boys of summer. Yeah. I'm like, hey, bitch. Hey, bitch, shut that step up. Step aside and quit walking over my grave. There's a lane right next to it. You can get to where you're going without stepping over my grave. Anyways, let me get back to these hands. So I see these hands... And right right about the time I see these hands, the announcer comes on. And when I say the announcer, I mean, you know, like one of the flight people. What are mm-hmm. they called? Flight, flight attendant. People? Flight attendant. Uh, let's call them flight people. Let's call them flight attenders. Just to, so we're not, let's, let's get out of that where we're calling them a thing and just call them what they are, attenders. We should really ask every flight attender in the world how they would prefer to be identified before we go jump into conclusions i think the tender 
the flight attender. Hmm. That tender attender. Put on a little bit of Barry White. Yo, pull, pull those pants down. Dude, pull your pants down. If you're attending to my needs on this flight, zip, zip, pull your pants down. So her old hands inspired you to write the song? So anyways, so... This story is as old as her hands. <laughs> dude. Is that dude, the analogy? I mean, there's so many analogies to this story at this point. We could actually open up an analogy store and we would be rich. Even if we charged, even if we charged very little. I just got a notification on my calendar that says, Bob Solo, Preet Plaza, Round Rock. Why do I still get your calendar updates? I I haven't played with you in years. I I just got, I keep getting birthdays. Eric Schuper, his birthday's tomorrow. How old does it, you can decide to put how old you are. And I notice when you creep up to where we are, people turn that option off. I've never seen how old anybody is. It just says the birthday just has a present you know what's funny about tammy bringing that email up is just last night i was hanging with my friends kevin and trey and uh we're all big kiss fans and we were just cringing at like paul stanley was on the talk this week like the female driven talk show dude he should be on that show as one of the women he's like a grandma and we were just sort of talking about like you know kiss is one of the reasons we got into rock and roll he's like a he's hugely influential rock star to us and we were just lamenting his current state of like, like hanging with the girls and all that stuff nothing there's anything wrong with hanging with girls you know what i'm saying and i actually said to them i said well my friend bob schneider has a song that says god will destroy everything you love if you live long enough and they laughed yeah. pretty hard at that yeah and that's kind of what the song is about to me all right well let me get back to this let me get back. so so her hands were, fuck, we're ba- fucking we're old. back on the plane I'm sitting next to this woman. Mm-hmm. Now I'm scared. I'm mm-hmm. scared because I see these hands. And so I realized, oh, I've miscalculated. I'm for sure I've miscalculated the situation with this woman mm-hmm. because now I'm seeing these hands and they're attached to the, they're attached to the body. Right. They're not disembodied hands. No, they're not just floating right. in the air. Which is good. They're actual hands attached to this woman. Right. So I'm nervous now. I'm nervous and a little uneasy. And then over the intercom, the attender says, hey, we want to congratulate this woman. Her name is Beep, because I can't remember names back Mm -hmm. that far in history. And the names have been changed to protect the innocent. Do I know the name of Susan B. Anthony? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because she made the first fucking flag and she's on the first fucking coin as a woman? Yeah. But am I going to remember anybody else's name from... 3,000 years ago? No. No. Joan of Arc. Don't know who that is. <laughs> the only one I know is Susan P. Anthony. Harriet Tubman. And you know what the B stands for? Yeah, boy! Boomer Hoomer! <laughs> so how old was this chick turning? So the attender comes on. Hey, we just want to make an announcement that we have a special person on the plane today. She's turning 98 years old she or maybe not turning but she's 98 years old and i'm like it's got to be this bitch with these hands it's got to be this susan b anthony with these hands mm-hmm. and sure enough that's who it was it was this lady sitting next to me and so we start talking i'm like whoa you look pretty good you look pretty good for a lady that's you know that's no dude 98's no joke 98 and 
Dude, 98, no joke. You'll probably live to be that old. I, I swear to God, dude. How about when they wheeled? How about when Michael Douglas's wife, Catherine Zeta-Jones, rolled Kirk Douglas onto the stage at the Academy Awards? I didn't see it. I did. And you know what rolled onto the stage? He's a, He was 100 years old, maybe 101. Guess what they rolled onto the stage? Did they roll Kirk Douglas and Ben-Hur onto the stage? No. You know what they rolled onto the stage? A fucking monster. Dude, he came on the stage. First of all, he was trying to grab her titties because he's a fucking creep. He's all like that. This is him. Here's Kirk Douglas, everybody. And everybody, everybody in Hollywood looked at him and just gasped because he, he was like, he looked like a fucking melted monster. And he's like this. Trying to grab Catherine Zeta Jones' titties. And Catherine's like, yo, uh yo, geezer. Love you, dad. Love you, daddy. Quit grabbing my titties. I don't think you and then, care about titties anymore when you're 100. No, he was definitely trying to get on them titties. But he was a monster. Anyways, this lady didn't look like that. She looked like a regular human being, but then she had those hands. Anyways, so I'm talking to her. The one thing I did notice about her was she had incredibly, incredibly evil breath. Dude, it was the worst breath of any breath I've ever smelled. So that was strike, the only strike against her. Everything else was A plus with this woman. But she was telling me that her husband died. And I was like, oh, that's so terrible. I was like, how long were you guys married? And she was like, oh, we're married for like 40 years. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so terrible. She's like, yeah, he died 35 years ago. <laughs> Dude, they were married for thir- they were married for 40 years. And he died 35 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that old. That's old, dude. I'm just amazed that you're talking to people on an airplane. That's a big known. I'm going to fly today for the first time since since everything got weird. I'm doing getting on my first plane today. I will be talking to nobody, including my bandmates. Bye. It's so rare that I talk to anybody. I don't know why I ended up talking to this lady. But she was fascinating. I mean, I, I really, you know, like when you fall in love with somebody, you know how it is. You mm-hmm. fell in love with that lady that one time who was mm-hmm. probably 78 At or the soccer game. years old. Yeah. And she used to be a flight attendant in the 60s, which I found very attractive. Yeah. You came to my son's soccer, soccer, soccer game. Football, something. I think it was soccer. And while we were there, we met a lady who was probably 78 and you fell in love with her. I met a woman who was 74 at a birthday party recently, wonderful lady, very well put together, and and kind of, I was like, mm, this is a wonderful lady, and her and I was playing her her son's birthday party. It was turning fifty, and it turns out that her this woman's boyfriend was 48, 49. Oh man, they're having a good time. Twenty five year age difference, no and problem. she's like, I'm, I might have you come play his birthday party too, and I'm like, let's do it. Here's why you connect with these people. Here's why I connected with that chick and you're connect. It's a little thing called past lives. Yeah, probably. And that's it. Dude. All right. I know we've already put 
two butt cheeks in these pants, but I'm going to add a third butt cheek conclusion. Okay. Is that there... I came, dude, this week has been the conclusion week. This is a three butt cheek conclusion week. And the leech is on the butt cheek? No, I, I'm, I'm no leeches. These oh. leech free three butt cheek conclusion week. Conclusion. I put the abreve on it. Conclusion week. <laughs> leech free three butt cheek conclusion week there's basically shark week and then there's this week that's all. the three butt <laughs> cheek got, conclusion week there's, there's gotta be an easier way and a shorter way to say it but yeah the people who branded shark week they really nailed that they just call it shark week here's what i finally i came up with this conclusion conclusion you know how these motherfuckers play these video games and then get good at them they get real good at video games like real good you know why because they play them over and over and over. They're not playing them for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I finally realized that these motherfuckers who are good at shit in life, like Prince. Past lives. They've been playing this video game called Life so many times. And now they're just fucking killing it. And you're like, what the fuck, dude? How come you're so good at this? It's because they've played it so many times. Right. Now, I'm good at it. But I feel like I'm... I haven't played it that many times. I don't know if I've ever even played it. You played it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, that was our 200th episode. Everyone can start, you know, finding more clothing to put back on because face it, society can't function. Dude, look down. Dude, look down. Guess what? Guess what you're looking at? Your dick. You know why? Because you don't have any clothes on. So go put some clothes right. on. The sun, it's as simple as the fact that society can't function nude there's some ladies that are going hey what are you talking about bobby i'm like yeah look down lady you know what that is that's your lady dick go find some clothes put them on cover that lady dick and then our 300th episode those clothes will be ripped to shreds too that's just how it works you can leave us a review on itunes join the patreon we're about to kick it to the secret if we're talking about lady dicks here in the normal ep what do you think's going down on the goddamn secret weekly dude only the secret weekly people know only the people in the know know. And you can get there by just tossing us five or ten bucks a month. Goes a long way. Support the people who make the things that you love. Check out our other podcasts. Go get involved with us on social media. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. We're lounging. We lounging, baby. Bye. <laughs>